0: All right, here we go. My name is Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 188 of the world famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. last night which is rare sometimes i'm I, I don't know i feel like it's i'm getting old it's just an age thing you know i admit that i used to be when people say i can't sleep i i i i can't, i go to bed but i can't sleep or when i wake up and they can't go back to sleep you know i'm like please i always like i mean i don't i admit because i didn't have that problem so i just assumed that other people don't really have that problem either it's just uh a drama thing. It's like when I wake up, I'm awake. I'm like, what why? Just roll over and go back to sleep, man. That's what I do. Like, I can wake up under normal circumstances and look at the clock, and I'm like, nope, too early. Just roll over and just go back to go back to unconscious. Slip right back into unconscious. But Recently, over the last maybe like a year, maybe longer, year and a half, I've been having trouble sleeping, and I, it, it sucks. It's no fun. So, and I and I'm definitely not a dramatist. It's real. Oh, in my case, it's real. So the other day, yesterday, yeah, yesterday, I'm I wake up at 7:30. My mind starts, you know, cranking along. It's engaging. It's like thinking about. Shit that's going on, you know, and I can't. I'm done. I'm up. I'm awake. And that's never happened to me until recently. And people say, well, that's because of your age. It's like, I don't like that because I haven't adjusted when I go to bed. I mean, I'm not like one of these people. My grandpa, I can remember my grandfather going to bed, you know, at 730. My dad's dad, when we were young, he'd be like, all right, I'm turning in for the night, 730, (laughs) you know. It's like daylight, It's blazing sunlight outside. He's like, "All right, turning in," and then he gets up at four, sits in there, smokes cigarettes, and drinks drinks coffee. And the and it's dark, and I'm like, "I don't, I don't understand that." And so, well, it's an old people thing, <laughs> you know. But um, I don't, I don't see. I haven't I haven't adjusted the going to bed part yet. So when I wake up too early, it it destroys my day, and that's what happened to me yesterday. Today. I feel so much better. I just slept right on through, you know. Feels great. I feel fantastic. The sun's out. It's a beautiful day here. Uh, we do have a, a, a small problem. The um, I told you that uh, that I Tony canceled the uh, the, the, the 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 mowing the, the the lawn mowing service that we've enjoyed that I've enjoyed greatly for several years in a row. They come every 10 days. They mow our lawn. It takes like 10 minutes, 15 minutes tops. Like a whole gang of them. They just pull up and they just converge on our on our property, knock that shit out. They got, they got these, these massive pieces of equipment and he's like riding around. He's got no body fat. His head's all shaved. He's like shirtless. <laughs> he's just like whipping. He's got this. He's riding on this apparatus that he can like spin around. You know, and I don't know. The whole thing's ridiculous. I mean, the thing is so wide that you can. He does like three three passes, and he's got the front yard done. And he's traveling at a high high rate of speed. He goes down the side of the yard where it's like treacherous i don't even like to walk over there it's got this drop off he just like he rides that thing drives that thing down the side of the yard and um you know a couple times he's ran it down the hill you know and um you know these guys are like they just jump off the truck you know they all know what they're supposed to do knock that shit out in 10 minutes 12 minutes they're back on the truck gone thing looks perfect they blow it, they weed whack it, they, uh, that, you know, all of that stuff. It's all done. They charge us $40 a cut. It's a big yard, it's a good deal. And um, she's like, Yeah, I, I sent him a letter and told him that we're going to cancel this. I said, What the? Shouldn't I be involved in this situation, in, in this decision making? I don't know if I feel like I, I bitched about this, right? So, and she was like, Nope, we're done. We're not doing that. It cost thousand dollars. I said, Bullshit. That's an exaggeration. So she she's hung up on this, it cost a thousand dollars to do the yard every summer. I added it up, it's more closer to like seven hundred. That's seven hundred dollars money well spent. I would spend double that, you know? So even if it was a thousand, I'd be like, Good, you know, more you know, that's good. I have no issue with that whatsoever if i don't have to do it i hate it i hated it when i was 11 i hate it now and i hated it every year in between although i lived in apartments for a part of those years and i have to deal with that crap but a lot most of the time i lived in houses and there's a lawn it sucks i hate it oh god i hate i hate to even smell fresh cut grass because it makes me uh makes me think about uh mowing you know and it's not it's very unpleasant to me so anyway so I didn't win that one I, I tried I, I just spent all winter trying she's got she's dug in on this shit and, and, it, and it's like oh, we'll all chip in I'm like ha, 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 that's good that's rich you know now I'll be doing it I'll be mowing it and um, and I, you know I haven't done it in years I'm old and fat. I'll probably be crippled by the time the first time I mow it I'll probably be crippled I'll probably be in traction probably have to end up in like some kind of an iron lung or something i mean i don't know why i'd end up in an iron lung but who knows i mean my back will probably be destroyed i won't be able to walk i'll be slumped over i'll be crooked my legs will be you know like bent and gnarled (coughs) you know i mean it's not gonna be it's gonna it's gonna suck there's gonna be bugs up my nose in my ears up my ass (sighs) so anyway Over the weekend, we went to buy the lawnmower. She goes, we'll get a brand new lawnmower. It'll be nice. It won't be that piece of shit that we have in there. I said, there's nothing wrong with the lawnmower that we have. She goes, nope, we'll get a brand new one. I said, how much is that going to cost? The same amount as if we paid the guy? She goes, yeah, but that's a one-time purchase. You can keep it for like 10 years. I'm like whatever. Um, so I mean, I didn't win that one. I I win some of them. I didn't win that one. She's dug in on that shit, and um, I'm irritated about it. But I didn't win it, so I'm gonna be out there mowing. Uh, you know, you, you can't. You know, you, you got to pick your battles. I mean, this I, I did fight. I fought hard. My friends lost, but anyway. So we went over to uh to the Home Depot. You know, the Home Depot, and um. We looked at them, and she was like, we should get one of these battery powered. I said, nope, no way. I said, those things are a piece of shit, you know. <laughs> she goes, how do you know? I said, ah. I said I guarantee you, I mean, the thing says 75 minutes. 75 minutes, it'll cut for 75 minutes. I'm like, Psh. I give it 20 minutes tops. I said, I'm going to be pissed off already if I'm out there mowing that lawn. If I get halfway through the backyard and that thing shuts down on me, I'm going to be apple." apoplectic apoplectic i'm gonna blow a vessel in my forehead and maybe my neck i mean i i said if, i said that those batteries they, you know, these ratings because we got this leaf blower recently and i think it said it would last for like 30 minutes i think i don't remember it said that it would it would run for 30 minutes on a full charge that thing runs for, like, seven minutes and shuts down. It's like, well, I mean, the the whatever they say, whatever that number is, it's wildly exaggerated. It's probably under, you know, perfect conditions, you know, at the lowest setting, you know. It's a bunch of bullshit. I said, no way. I said, we well, got to get gas, baby. Some real, you know, we got to have, like, a real motor on this thing that you can put gas into, <laughs> you know. So we found one that has like a, a little compromise, is an electric start, or like a um, like a push-button start. That sounds good. We have to, you don't have to yank on that cord and um, you just push the button like you do in a car, you know. And uh, we'll see. It, it wasn't cheap, it, you know. We haven't even picked it up. We paid for it. we got to go over there and pick it up. It's a it, they sent us an email yesterday or a text saying that it was there and uh, you know, someday this week I'm gonna go pick it up. We've got seven days and um, and I'll have to put it together, I guess. Oh, you see, do you see? And um, it's it, it, the whole thing makes me sick and the grass is starting to get shaggy already. We don't even have a lawnmower or not really, you know. Oh, this is not this isn't no good. But anyway, that's uh, that happened over the weekend. We we, we purchased one, and um, it, it seems like a good one. You know, the reviews are good, and we'll see. I don't know. I'm gonna we gonna have to be out there mowing that shit on the side of that hill. You know, <sighs> I'm gonna be gnarled and crippled. You know, I'm gonna be walking with. I'm gonna have, like scaffolding all around my body to keep myself upright. Anyway, so that that happened. The other night we went to um, we went to this Chinese or no, no, it's a Japanese Japanese hibachi restaurant. One of those overpriced, you know, restaurants with spectacle. Everything's you know, it's an added spectacle. So basically, double the price. I don't know. I don't know about double, but it's very expensive in my opinion for what you get. But you get a you get a show. You know the guys like flinging those knives around and uh, spatulas and stuff, and he's flicking flicking shrimp nodules through the air. You got to try to catch them, you know. And shooting up fireballs, you know, flames shooting up in the sky. I don't. Eh, just bring me a freaking steak. God, I don't need all this, you know. But. Uh, it was the older boy's uh, birthday, and you know, as tradition dictates, he, the birthday person whose birthday it is gets to choose. He chose this place, and I you know, I didn't say a word about it. I just rolled with it, which is what what you're supposed to do. And it cost us a hundred thirty-seven dollars. I guess you know that's for poor people. <sighs> I guess that's not too bad, but it's a lot. It's a lot of money, and it, if you went to anyway, we, there was no alcohol. I mean, we weren't running up. we weren't like boozing it up in there. We drank no, everybody had like a soda or water or whatever. And um and it cost 130 something and it was like um it was like steak. I got I got New York strip. And then you get all the the rice and the vegetables and you know, you get a bowl of soup which looked like a piece of, like, a, like a bowl of a broth, like clear broth. You know, but it was very tasty, and a salad, small salad with some kind of like, ah, I don't know what, a ginger dressing or something. Delicious. Those things, both those things were good, and everything was good. Everything tasted good. It was fresh. But then you got to sit there with that smile frozen on your face, like <laughs> that's good. <laughs> uh, I like how you shot that fireball up there. Uh-huh. You know, you know. I don't know what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to clap. I don't know. I'm supposed to give the guy a high five. And I guy like, you know, I don't know. But anyway, uh, so we did that. I would have chosen, uh, when it was my birthday, you know where we went? Cracker Barrel. <laughs> you can say what you want. But you know what? Another one that I would have choose, and I know it's a chain, but uh, and people have snooty, snobby attitudes toward chains. But you know, the best bang for the buck as far as a, a great steak that's not going to break the bank, Texas Roadhouse. All right, is that controversial? I mean, I, there, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of those kind of places. And, and all of them are pretty good. That, what's that Australian one? Outback? Eh, not a huge fan. But there's other ones, you know, Longhorn and all these places. But Texas Roadhouse... That, t- that stuff's good, man. Everything's made in-house. I think they even have their own butcher. You know, this is not some garbage. This isn't some shit that come off of a UPS truck, you know, where their food just comes in sacks, you know. Comes off a, like a FedEx or a DHL, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, this stuff's like freshly made in-house and, um, you know, it's good stuff and it's not, I mean, it's not cheap, I wouldn't say it's cheap, but it's not. It's not going to break the bank, and it's good stuff. And I would have chosen that probably if it would have. If I, but he, it's his birthday. It's not mine. And we went. We, we, we went. We went and had spectacle, and we had um, meat, rice, and spectacle for uh, for dinner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, whatever. Um, man, that holy mackerel. Whatever Tony's cooking up there smells fantastic. Whole house smells fantastic right now. Um, the other day I ordered, I downloaded this book, an audio book. Um, it's about the Beatles. It's uh, this this some guy, some British dude who supposedly knows more about the Beatles than anybody in the world. He's like a Beatles historian, a scholar, if you will. And um, he wrote this book. He's going to write supposedly. He's working on three volumes, covers the entire Beatles, uh, the, the, all Beatles, all-encompassing to do with the Beatles. So he re- I don't know, a few years ago, he, re- he released uh, volume one. It was called Tune In, which is a terrible title, in my opinion. No good. That's not a good title. Tune In. That's not memorable. And it doesn't even mean anything, and I don't like it. But anyway... The book is like a thousand pages, like just under a thousand pages I think. And it ends on December 31st, 1962. So they were like it's like a thousand pages and they weren't even, I mean they were just getting started, you know. So we're a thousand pages in and it's not even 1963 yet. They didn't come to the United States until it was 64. They were popular in England. In '63, but they didn't even come to the United States until '64. This ends on the last day of 1962. We're already a thousand pages in. I have that book on my Kindle. I haven't read it yet because it's like intimidating the size of it. You know, I've, I've powered through some giant books like that before, but I have to be, you know, I have to be in the right mindset. I have to be like, all right, I'm setting aside several months to read this one book. And, um, you know, and I, but I haven't really, uh, so I haven't read this yet, but the other day I was looking on Amazon and they said, since you own the Kindle version, which I think I got for like three ninety nine, by the way, cause of my, uh, predatory shopping methods, <laughs> I think I paid like four bucks for it. And, um, uh, I, uh, it says, since you already own the Kindle version, you can get the audio version for another $12.99. And the thing's regularly like $28. I said, I'll do that. So I download you know I bought it and it goes into your um, Audible, I think is that what it is? Yeah, Audible app. I maybe have like five, six audiobooks in there. It's not something I really uh, spend too much time with. But um, I do have The Replacements book, which is one of the best. If you, if you, Even if you don't like The Replacements or don't know shit about them, it's a great, and I'm, I'm talking one of the best biographies of musicians ever. It's called Trouble Boys. It's about The Replacements, one of my favorite bands. I've read it twice already. I bought the audio book. And I haven't listened to it yet. And I bought it recently. Fantastic. Fantastic, but anyway, I downloaded I downloaded this Beatles thing. Tune in, terrible title. Did I mention that? Anyway, um, and the thing's almost forty-four hours long. <laughs> forty-four hours long, man. I mean, that's one of those things. I bought. I downloaded. I, I bought one of. The, I, it's all music related. It appears, but I also bought this uh, a while back maybe like a year ago this this other band that I like the eels um, the, the leader of that band is this guy who calls himself e just the letter e that's his uh that's what he's known as his name's Mark Everett and the eels are another one of my favorite bands I think I've seen in fact I know I've seen the eels more than any other I've seen them in concert more by a long shot, probably, than any other band. I see them every time they come to the area, Philly, almost exclusively Philly, and um, if they're down there, I go, because I love them. And Anyway, he wrote this book a few years ago called Things the Grandchildren Should Know. It's a uh, memoir-type thing. It's uh, really, really good, well-written, and um, I read it back when it came out. I had the hardcover book. I bought it in England. As a matter of fact, when we were in England, it, it would it, they released it in England like a year before it came out in the United States. He's American. I don't understand. Whatever. But anyway, it came out in England like a year before it came out here. And I was over there and I bought it. I bought a hardco- hardcover copy of it. The thing cost like $37 or something. It's really expensive. So I read it back when it first came out. And then I bought the audiobook just recently. I listened to it when I was going to my parents' house I was driving down to West Virginia. Fantastic. But anyway, 44 hours of Beatles minutia. And it ends December 31st, 1962. And I don't know when the second volume's coming out, but uh, these this shit is detailed. Man. Tune in. Terrible title. All right. What else I got going on here? Um, oh, that something I was talking to somebody the other day I was telling this story. um years ago, it's been many years. I'm not proud of this but I I'm I, I, I'm I'm innocent in this thing. All right, at a job, I was written up one time I was put on a final written warning for insubordination, right? The whole thing was was exaggerated. The whole thing was like um, unfair. I know everybody says that. Every, whenever somebody gets in trouble, they they're always like, "That's bullshit," you know. But and I but I've gotten into trouble. I mean, I've been around. I've been on, you know I'm old, and I've gotten into trouble because of of, of shit I've done or said. <laughs> you know, we're not done. That's that's more more accurate stuff. I've not done. You know, I'm in charge of people, and shit happens, and you know, and then the way you handle the situation, and you get in trouble. You know, this stuff happens from time to time. Rarely, thankfully, but you know, this has happened. And, and when it's my fault, I will admit it's my fault. You know, I'm not one of these guys that just you know wants to shift the blame, but in this case this particular case i'm like what the hell what in the world i don't want to go into the details of it but the whole thing was like it blew my mind that i was even being written up at all i shouldn't even been spoken to about it and it was like so harsh it was like a final written warning final it went straight to final there was no, like, all right, first, this is your first warning, then a second warning, and then a final. No, so they took it straight to a final. And it was, like, upsetting to me to the point where I had, like, smoke coming out of my ears, right? So um, so my my boss at the time told me about it, and she acted like she wasn't really on board with it. But her hands were tied, one of those situations. I'm like, what the hell? I was, like like, flying off about it. And, and you know, so um, I said, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to write. I said, I want to write a rebuttal. I want to write my version of events. I said, I'll sign this document because I don't have any choice in the matter. I said, but I want to have my version of events because this, the, the way this is written here is inaccurate. It's not real. It's not true. So I want my version attached to this when it's put in my file. And she said, "Yeah, whatever. It's up to you, you know." And I said, "All right." I said, "I'm we'll gonna go home over the weekend." It feels like this was done on the last day of the week. I don't know, but um, it, it, there was a weekend involved. I said, "I'm gonna go home over the weekend. I'm gonna write this thing up. I'm gonna bring it in, you know, and I, I want it to be attached to this document." And because there's another side of the story, this story is inaccurate. Like I was pissed. And um, she goes, "All right, it's up to you. You do do it." So I went home, and I started writing it. And I sat down in front of my computer, opened a Word document, and it was. Every time I started, every time I thought about it, it made me mad, you know. And I and I was like, uh, and I, so I'd start typing, I'd start writing it, and it was, it was I was incapable. <laughs> I was incapable of writing a response. That was not snarky. It's like the whole thing. I mean, the whole thing pissed me off, and I, I just wanted to go straight into snarky, you know, and just you know. It was, and I was like, so I was writing this thing, and I let Tony read it, and she'd go, "I don't know about that," you know. So I was, I, I was like, I don't. The more I got into it, I'm like, I'm gonna get myself fired. This is what's gonna happen, right? Because I can't. I'm incapable of writing this thing without being shitty about it. Because it was pissing me off, and the thing was egregious. The the level, you know. Uh, if I I don't feel comfortable talking about it, the details of it, but I think you'd be on my side. All right. <laughs> I'm not one of these guys, you know the prisons are full of innocent people. you know this isn't that this is this is craziness all right so so um I, I just never wrote it and never mentioned it again and this and it was a six month I was on some kind of six month you know um corrective action or whatever you want to call it and it it expired, and I was of that all right, so then years later i was I'd been promoted, and I was now. In a, you know, in a more of a senior leadership position. And um, I found this out on one of the drives, one of the computer drives. I found this folder of that, of my boss that used to belong to one of my, that my boss, the boss that had to give me that write up, you know, and it was, she no longer worked there. This thing was like um, sitting out there for years and years and years, things just a cluttered mess, you know. These drives out on these computers. People just put stuff there. It gets forgotten, you know. You open it up and, like, a, you know, a moth flies out, you know. It's like nothing, you know, shit's from, like, you know, going back to ancient history. People that haven't worked there in, you know, a decade or two decades or whatever. You know what I'm saying. So I found a folder of her stuff and I uh, opened it up and there was a whole... Series of uh, emails in there, back and forth. So this is like ten years later, right? A decade had passed. Literally, like ten years had passed since this thing happened, and from to where I found this folder, and I started reading these emails going back and forth between people discussing the incident that I, where I was supposedly quote insubordinate. And I was like, what? I was getting fired up. It was like 10 years years had gone past. And I was like sitting there, steam blowing out of my ears again. I felt exactly the way I did back when I I originally... And I was like, I feel like I should write something, you know, and correct. It was like 10 years later. It was like the exact same uh, emotion. Oh, man. I'm getting fired up just talking about it right now. But Anyway... um, so I was telling somebody about that story and uh, how you can just like something happens like from a million years ago and you know you, have, you haven't even thought about it forever. And then and then you start talking about it, or you start reading in this case, reading about it. and it's like you go right back there and and, the, and it's the same level of passion. I got into this big giant argument. This is back when I was living in California. I got in this huge giant argument with this guy on the internet. This is the early days of the internet cause I moved there. I moved to California in ninety six, and we were gone by two thousand. We moved here in two thousand, so it was between ninety six and two thousand. So this is early days of the internet. I, I was this some kind of like message board type thing, and um, you know, we got into this big crazy wild argument with this guy, which I've learned, you know, can't do that. I mean, that's just that's a waste of time, nonsense, right? But I was everything was fresh and new, the internet, and uh, that stuff still exists out on the internet. One time I I was reading it. I mean, you have to dig to find it. It's these news groups, they're called. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you're familiar. But um, there used to be these things called news groups. And it was... uh... Anyway, I got into this argument with this guy. and It turned really ugly. In fact, people were like... Other people were involved. Were jumping in. I mean, it was like a bloody battle, right? And I found uh, found these... You know, a while back I started reading those things. I was getting fired up, man. My jaws were twitching, grinding. My my molars were grinding. And um, I mean, you can just go right back to it. It's amazing how that how how you can just how quickly you can just go but right back to that. But um, anyway, we were just talking about that. I was talking to somebody at work the other the other day about that. How how you can uh, you know you hadn't thought about it in a decade, and then you just instantly go right back to it. Anyway, we're at the end of this thing. I had something, um, you know. I'll, I'll talk about it later. Um, I don't really want to talk about it right now. Something happened over the weekend. Um, it's kind of a big deal, but um, I'll, I'll bring you guys up to date on it. You know, kinda, uh, I'm, I'm out of time right now. I don't really want to talk about it. So, um, but I, I'll, I'll mention it in, in a future episode, maybe next Monday, and um, or next, you know, next one out on the main network. All right, we're at the end of this thing. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want two of these a week instead of a measly one, you can do that. Head on over to Patreon. That's Patreon, p a t r e o n dot com slash Jeff K. Sign up for a four dollar or more monthly donation. They call it a patronage. I call it a donation. It helps me. It, it's it's a big deal to me. And I and and the way I say thank you is I do an extra episode for patrons only comes out later in the week these main network episodes come out earlier in the week and then there's a there's a bonus episode later in the week' that's exactly like these they're 30 minutes or so each just like this just like these main network episodes except it's for patrons only it's exclusive VIP that could be you very important person you know bonus episodes for uh, patrons every week. Not every once in a while. Not every month. That's for suckers. Every week. So head on over to patreon.com slash Jeff K. If you want to double down on the surf report. And if you want to be a part of the show, you can call our hotline 24 hours a day. It's, It's voicemail. Just call, make a suggestion, ask a question, whatever. Comment, you know, follow up on something. Some nonsense that I was going on and on about. You can do that 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 570-290-8151 is the number. Again, 570-290-8151. So um, call me up, and you'll almost certainly be a part of a future episode. And if you want to send me an email, fire that baby fire that baby off to surfreportpod at gmail.com. Also, follow my exploits, my sad, demoralizing exploits. On my $10 scratch-off project, somebody told my dad, a prolific gambler, told my dad that the best bet in all of gambling is the $10 scratch-off. There's more winners. The prizes are bigger. You know, that's the sweet spot. The $10 scratch-off ticket, you know, that's the way. If you want to just dabble in gambling instead of going all in like he has, that's a good place to, to be. So I said, you know, he told me that a couple times. And I, I thought, you know, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna buy one $10 scratch off each week for a year. I'm gonna make a spreadsheet, I'm gonna put it on the internet, and I'm going to I'm going to document one year's worth of buying one $10 scratch off every week. We'll see where see where we stand as far as it goes. You can see that over at thewbsr.com slash scratchoff. I'm 13 weeks in, so if you're interested in finding out, you know, how that's going for me so far, you can check it out. Thewbsr.com slash scratchoff. And we're at the end of this thing. i am got to go to work. i got to get back. It's Tuesday as I record this. Early in the week. Oh, man a long, it's a chasm until the weekend. But anyway, hope you guys enjoyed this. I'll see you soon later in the week over on the Patreon side. Until then, you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see ya. Bye. up my nose, in my ears, up my ass.